Uh, good afternoon, everyone. We are truly in this together. To get, to get, to get, to get together. And the only way we will get through this is by all of us working together. Each of of you doing your part you, you must stay at home welcome back welcome back welcome back to the you must stay at home period podcast featuring yours truly the buck as always we have the two usual suspects the lovely karen with the hard in with the hard in that's what i'm about to get okay <laughs> about half the time I forget, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we have Cephas. Biden Harris 2020. Yeah, what'd you guys get into today? Did you catch up on any Joel Osteen today, uh, Cam? Uh, I attended uh, TPH online like I do every Sunday, okay? <laughs> uh, that would be the Potter's House of Dallas. Uh, and Bishop had a sub today, so I may or may not have stayed for the entire service. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, I tuned in for the praise and worship because that's important. You got to get your praise and worship on. Everybody's got to do it. Holy Ghost. <laughs> Um, you know, I've never caught the Holy Ghost close, but not not actually, <laughs> not actually gone there. We, we got to unpack that. When, 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 when did this happen? Um, I got really into the church when <laughs> I was in college. When I was in college. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This must have been the first two weeks you were here. The week we're going to hung out. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's funny. That's actually funny. Um, no. Um, let me see. Sophomore year? Let me see. Wait, wait. You know what? I have to think about it because. Did they corner uh, you? Did they, they corner you in the, uh, in the, ta- in the, in the, uh, in the lobby like they did me? No, and, no. Uh, like. With that call? Trying try, try to baptize me and everything. No, no, you know, talk? I, I talk, I talk to the uh, to the Mormons uh, a couple times, but I no. Mean, they um, had us engaged in a foot washing. I was, oh my god! I, I, oh wow! That's, that's when okay. I stopped Christianity okay. pretty much all together. I was like, oh, all right, yeah, that's a bit much for uh, you know, for I was novice in action. You were what athletes in action? Yeah. Was Aren't that a real? To... Yeah, it was real. Really? I never heard of that. I was. We met in the stadium, in the bottom of the stadium. Athletes Mm. in action. I was there for the meetings for at least a year. Lacrosse sports. Huh? They crossed different sports. It wasn't just like football and basketball. Okay. Yeah, it was everybody. But it was mostly football and um, women's basketball. Really? Okay. (laughs) I. uh... I know now why you were there. Yeah. Anyway, we'll leave that off the uh, <laughs> podcast. That's that's. Are you are you insinuating that Cephas wasn't there for a pure love of God? <laughs> that is exactly what I. Well, um, <laughs> uh, that's a shame. I was I was about to be impressed. I never heard of athletes in action. I was uh, I did join some of God's children though. 
Um, and went what song to did they sing every talent show? Oh, I have no idea. All um, of the but song they used to sing. Jesus every... loves all little children. <laughs> oh, was it, yeah, it was it was some like Kirk Franklin song or something like that. Oh, oh yeah, Kirk Franklin was having a moment back then, late '90s, early aughts. But uh, we used to go to some some church, and I can't even remember what neighborhood it was in. But yeah, I got really into it for a while. I was I was a praying woman. Wow. What? Macedonia? Uh, God. A couple of times I went there, but I don't know. There was some, it was some little. The Reverend Jason Barr. It was some now. some little uh, church. I can picture it, but I can't, I couldn't tell you the name to save my no. life. But, um, I just, yeah. I, I just can't. Go off I just campus. Can't, off I just campus. can't picture you in church. I know yeah, because I'm so because I'm, I'm so area that maybe I have to place you there like those like they're doing with the uh, missing fans <laughs> where they just put up a like a picture of the person. The cardboard cut out of me. Um, no, that just goes to show how little you know me. I'm actually quite a devout person, <laughs> so I am. Uh, yeah. Why? Why does that elicit an outburst of laughter? Because you're trying to be I'm, I'm analytical about everything. So you, that's well, the one thing you I can't believe you're analytical about. No, you can't actually. Uh, you can. I have found the sweet spot between the intersection between uh, logic and faith. I figured it out. I got all the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway, but I got the answers. Um, so, yeah, no, that. Um, yeah, that, that's why I don't talk about it a lot because it gets really kind of difficult to explain unless you kind of are also into religion and Gnosticism and a little bit of the occult and, mm. you know, sort of that oh. kind of stuff to kind of like, yeah, right. When I say that, people go, oh, God, you you know, you worship in the devil. It's not, that's not what occult means. Like, if you actually know what the occult is. Is this when you're discussing existentialism? Yeah, well, as esoteric societies are based on this, right? And to some degree, you know, they're on to something a little bit. Um, and, you know, and like standard Christian Christianity is on to something a little bit. And, you know, Gnosticism is on to something a little bit. So, yeah, I'm one of those Gnosticism kind of... Gnosticism is undecided. Pick, pick and choose. Specialist. No, 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 not, not actually. Um, agnostic is undecided, agnostic, but okay. Gnosticism is an actual sect of it might be a sect of it, it might be a sect of many religions but there's a Christian Gnostic sect which is different than being agnostic yeah um, but anyway so that's why I don't talk about it a lot because right people have all of these preconceived notions about those words and they carry a whole bunch of you know whatever and it just gets difficult to explain and people shut down and all that so uh, I don't talk about it a lot, but yeah, I'm actually quite, quite serious about my faith and my faith walk. <laughs> That's how I got that dope-ass apartment on South Highland Street. <coughs> I, prayed for that. I prayed for that shit. And mm -hmm. God dropped it in my lap like magic. Because uh -huh. I got the secret. <laughs> no, actually, no, I was, my back was against the wall. 
and I had not signed <laughs> up. I had so not signed. Kept dropping uh, monthly uh, rent. <laughs> no, month? no. I had to. I know I had to find the apartment. I did not have a place to live going into uh, junior year, and I did not sign the housing contract, and had been looking up until like. You didn't want to live in Center Plaza. No. <laughs> And um, have been looking, 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 you know, trying to do finals and look and and pack. And, you know, right, I was not going to live in South Oakland, period, with a T. I wasn't going to live in, um, (laughs) where, where's that part? um, um, Where's that part where, just south of uh, East Liberty? Yeah, Highland Park. Shady side, not shady side, um, East, shit. Uh, off, Garfield, off Long Boulevard. Well, Gar- what is Garfield? Is Larmer, and there's uh, Highland Park. Okay, Highland I don't. Park, not, none of that sounds familiar to me. But it was a real popular area to live uh, for it's for students. And it might have, yeah, it might maybe it was North Oakland. But uh, I wasn't gonna live there, and I didn't want to live in Squirrel Hill or any of those places. Um, and bleep this out if I'm giving away too much of what city we're talking about. Your dad, your baby gave away. Yeah, and I know. I'm just telling you, you know. The zip code. (laughs) Civics can just edit this out and, you know, sub in. Leave it for father later. A bad overdub. But um, anyway, so I wasn't going to live in any of those places. And so the last week, like, my dad was coming to pick me up, move everything out. I still had not secured a place and I had to basically just call the property manager that I was working with. Um, and I actually ended up, the owner ended up showing me um, a couple places. So he and I had a rapport. So basically I was like, I don't like any of those places. Uh, do you have anything else? And he was like, I got this one spot. So I rented it sight unseen, signed the lease sight unseen. And it just happened to work out that I love the place. Down street. So you went to Buffalo Blues every night for dinner. Every night, every night, and it was awesome. They made real, real talk. Buffalo Blues has the. It's so bad that they're gone. It is. It's a. It's a tragedy. Mad um, They, which is your spot, not mine, but um, the bartender at Buffalo Blues made the best, hands down, the best chocolate martini I've ever had. Sister. No, it was some some white dude. Um, but it was at least when I would go there a lot. But um, hands down, best chocolate martini. And I've tried them. I've been in search of someone to make me as good a chocolate martini as that one was. And I just have not found it. Some people have come close, but it's never quite as good. And it was just real simple, just the, the chocolate liqueur and the uh the vodka and it was just oh it was so right such a great place and it would be empty in there that's who i used to love it you know you could like get some, have some space as opposed to like going to hemingways on 10 cent wing night being all crowded smelly ass undergrads sitting on sitting on top of you still long for those delicious 10 cent delicious wings oh. as 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 like scrawny as they were they were kind of the bomb like, yeah, you know $5. you could walk in there with five dollars, yeah. right? And eat your fill. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> you said, okay, you said winner. Didn't CJ Barney's pretty much do the same thing? 
Oh, maybe it was CJ Barney's. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, it was CJ right, Barney's. Right. It wasn't Hemingway's. It wasn't Hemingway's. was where I was going to get a salad with my French fries. Get my salad with my French fries. CJ Barney's and Hemingway's are next to each other, right? They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Rest in peace. Oh, they were. Right. Fantastic. Isn't at least one of them gone? Nope. I don't think so. No, I think they're still there. No, I think they're still there. Oh, okay. I think Hemingway's may still be there. If not, they yeah. were the, the, yeah, like the last. I, I was just there, and I think Hemingway's might still be there. I could be wrong. And I know CJ Barney's now Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, damn. It is. It is. It is a That's a shame. Even though I love Dunkin' Coffee, but that's that's really a loss but you know they closed the beehive too which was me and my dad's spot uh, but they but they, moved, all but they moved it remember we, we oh. stumbled upon it no did they yeah no. they did, yeah, they no, did. They it's on car it's on east carson street yeah, they didn't move it really that wasn't really no, that's the not the same place though it was it's beehive. not like the same it's not like the same <clears throat> coffee shop that it was though no i mean it's the still there, though. I think that I don't know if that's still. It's there. a T. It's a T. Mobile. T. Mobile. It's a T. Mobile. Oh my God! It's so corporate. Oh, what a. What a then you, been, you remember you, you you remember you remember it's a castle. Um, yo, do you, you remember where they had? Uh, it's still a castle, but it's a T. Mobile store. Do you remember where they had the um, the old Arby's and there was a laundromat next to it? Yeah. Man, that's a whole mm. athlete's dorm now. I don't. Where was Arby's? Yeah. Arby's uh, was right across. Was it on Forbes? No, no, no. Yeah, no. So it, it was on Forbes. It's a, it was on Forbes. You got to go down past yeah, the two plates. Yes, it was Arby's, but it was, it, it was, um, what was the name of it? Strata. 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 Yeah, yeah, Strata. And Strata became a laundromat, too. Wait, so was this, uh, it was down by where the old uh, Giant Eagle was? Yeah. That's the gas okay. station. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. the old Johnny was now a hotel, but yeah. Well, that that should have. They were right to tear that down. That was oh, yeah, ghastly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, I that was they ghastly. Right that but they turned Laga. They turned Laga. That building where Laga is. That's a grocery store now. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, okay. It's all okay. grocery. Huh. That's probably an improvement, Laga. <laughs> oh man. Ah, uh, memories. But anyway, so. Um, I have memories. What, what kind of memories? In Laga, you see the uh, uh, over twenty one bracelet, and be in front of the cage, and over twenty one cage in Laga. I never went to Laga past yeah, never, my sophomore year. Yeah, I think it was closed before we turned twenty one. Oh, okay. All right. That's not. Uh, I, I would have no idea. But they had the cage where if you were over 21, you can be in the cage where you can get drinks. Hmm. And okay. You know what? I've been in the cage before. I've turned 21 before y'all were there. I've turned 21 in 98. A long time before I would have turned 21. But I I don't remember a cage. I guess I didn't go there. Yeah, that was, was a cage. Man, I know what you're talking about. I think now that you say it, now I kind of remember it. I remember going up in there. He was king of the cage, huh? Running the cage. (laughs) Yep. 
I, I blocked out a lot of that stuff out. Like I don't remember none of that stuff y'all talking about. I did. It, it I is just, amazing to talk to it was, other people. It was they, never that much fun. And they always say something that you that you didn't think of. Yeah, you, know, you completely forgot about. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. see it, like from how the experience was slightly, you know, different for them than how you, you know, imagined it to be. I'm sure it was very traumatic for, uh, well, for certain people. But um, well, what, what, what certain name. people? Oh, wait, 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 what certain people? What are we talking about? Who was? Uh, we didn't make it make it to my wedding, but we'll we'll leave it at that. Oh, oh okay. And uh, <laughs> okay. And um, yeah, you know, must have been, you know, because they, they never want to come back to the city, so you know, invited. So I'm like, come on. So it must have been a, you know, um, not have been an awful experience for them. Well, you know what? I'll I'll speak. Uh, for those who stay away for a long time, are you, you um, are you gonna speculate? Yes. <laughs> yes. Let me know before you do. Yes. It. Turn on your your, spe- your superpower. Yes. <laughs> Speculation. Oh, <laughs> uh, since we're since since we're since we're, we're we're musing about said person, yes. Let me let me speculate. Um. And so I, the last time, you know, I was, I was, I lived there up until 2002 and I came back the following year, 2003. And, you know, it was cool. It was like, yeah, like I'm an alumni, like I graduated last year. You know, it was like, a, you know, it's cool, right? You're on campus <laughs> seeing people, you know, cause they're still enrolled. Like you still know students. Mm. Um, and then I didn't have occasion to go for 13 years and went back in 2016 and you know like what? I just I think if I hadn't been like if if the buck hadn't been going and you guys were all meeting up I probably wouldn't have gone right just like out, out of the blue on my own like oh let me just go check out campus I probably wouldn't have made it back so I think it's you know something like that if like if you get away after a certain period of time when you lose active connections mm-hmm. with the place, you just are like, why would I go back? You know, but then when you go back, it's like, oh my God, this is so great. I should do this on a regular basis, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were gonna do it this year, you know, short of Donald Trump's pandemic. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, but it took, but in, and a type of inertia sets in where you're like, well, why would I go back? You know, like that part of my life is over. It what did it for me was the going um, to the football game for the first time in probably like 15 years. So, well, hey, they're in town. Um, I told my, you know, then girlfriend, now wife, hey, let's just go. And seeing the team in uniform. Oh, okay. It, it almost made me well up. I, I, have, to, I, have, to, I have to tell you, I'm serious. Got misty. But, but yeah, that, but that made me, it, it really brought back that, you know, that part of my, my life, which I had really not really thought, thought about. Enough. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's funny kind because of the you same never, thing I'm talking you never about. stayed for a game until the end of a game. That's odd. Well, we usually get, we're getting our ass kicked, so I don't, you know, you know <laughs> I don't want to see how much further the foot can get up our ass before I go ahead and leave. 
you fair weather fan. I always stay to the end. So at any rate, um, yeah, I mean, that's really what did it, what made me want to go back. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, did they did they course. win that game though that you I can't they did actually they did. okay see that's why that's why you wanted to go back because I it, went no, to it it, it is it is because out. I went I to a basketball it. game mm-hmm. I went to a basketball game in had to be like 2008 and they lost and I was like fuck these niggas so I didn't want to go back because I was you know I was like oh my team and then it's like <laughs> we walk out walk out in the, stadium, in the new stadium in the new arena no they no they came to where i am now they were playing because oh, okay. they they play uh one of the local universities here and um which, which yeah one? uh i will tell you a big in a text, in a text a big message school? You uh no but I, I will put it in the chat uh all right let me see my still talking to me So, yeah, but that's you know, also what sort of made me want to go back. Because I really didn't, I, I had an opportunity to go back in, in 2012, and I did, but it was for, you know, just some hours. And because uh, I was doing a training in, in the next city over, and I got a chance to run run down there. But it wasn't as nostalgic as it was after I, um, you know, went to that game and everything. I was like, oh, I need to, you know, come back more often. Or, or, you know when I can. Yeah, uh, and, 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 um, it, it was right, it was cool at first, and then then they lost, and I I had gone with it was like a networking thing, and I was trying to somebody my cousin was like, oh you should go, you know she's an alumni of this this school, and you're an alumni of that school, you guys can go talk, and she can help you with a job, and then you know it was embarrassing. It was like egg on my face, school just tanked right there in front of everybody you went you went you went to network with a person who was the opposing school during the game yeah i think so that was my cousin told me i should do it it was somebody she went to grad school idea well the same it was her idea it was her it was her idea it wasn't my idea i don't know it was hilarious but horrible networking idea it's horrible it'd be one thing if it was like a comp like a tournament and you guys are trying to oh, what listen, a horrible idea listen listen this is a cousin that I hold in high esteem okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you not to as a matter of fact she lives in the same in the vicinity of you I'm gonna need you not you probably know her I'm gonna need you not to uh, to question her networking skills my, I'm not it has nothing to do with that <laughs> my point is that it's a horrible idea <laughs> it's a horrible idea for you for me, it'd be a great idea because I'd turn it into a great joke. You're like, ah, ah, yeah, next time, <laughs> and you owe me motherfucking money, drinks on you, goddammit. And then the next time, boom, that's how you do it. But for you, yeah, horrible idea because it turned your whole mood around and then you're out of it. It was just, yeah, well, that was a difficult time in my life. I wasn't yeah. gonna, I wasn't gonna get saying. the job anyway because I was, oof, a, a different person with terrible self self concepts. So yeah, um, 
I had lost a sense of myself and I was just projecting loser energy and I lost a lot as a, as a result. Um, so yeah, that was the issue. But anyway, um, the school is in the, in the group text, but, uh, yeah. So winning, whether the school wins or loses, probably if, if, uh, the school had lost the game, the buck went to, he probably wouldn't have wanted to go. It came down to, I mean... You would have been like, oh, yeah, I remember how we used to always lose, and nope, don't want to relive that. And you would have kept on going with your life. I mean, really, when I go to when I go to games for our school as alumni, I might care who wins and loses, but I'm kind of just going for the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, right. Of the other alumni. In fact, I used to wonder why... Uh, alumni would come back at all, really. I used to wonder that. Like, man, why are they coming back? You know, you know. I used to when I used to see them, you know, homecomings and stuff like that. All these weird older alum, huh? I always thought they were weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah, I used to think you are a weirdo. Why would you think of why would an alumni come back? Well, I'm like you're the weirdo. The school? No, I'm not the weirdo. I'm just saying. I mean, it's like. It's just a sequence. Well, an alumnus will be okay. Can, can, I, can you let me finish? Can you let me finish my statement before you jump you in? Ask me a question. I answered. I'm sorry. You asked me okay. a question, I answered. God damn it. No, I said I couldn't. I couldn't. That's how I thought, man. And then it well, dawned on that's, me why. That's because you're a nihilist and you don't see the point in doing anything fun in life. There's two seen, things you, two or three things you like. game in your life, so. There's two or three things he likes in his life, and we won't name them publicly. But WV, <laughs> yeah, <whatever. laughs> anything else, anything else he sees is pointless unless it's like, Buck. Honestly, you're you're kind of a selfish person. Like you don't do anything like altruistically. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like the only childness about Buck is like. That's a real strong through current I notice in your attitude. Oh, yeah. To life. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, it, it's not surprising yeah, to me that you, you, know, you were cynical about about I was cynical about that shit. I'm gonna Yeah, you're cynical you about just, everything. That's you what just I'm saying. Use it to use it somebody, for what it is. Somebody That's somebody it. somebody ruined your faith when you were little, and I think I know who it was. But then and, I said, but then I was And you just haven't school. had faith in anything since. I used to think that we had a losing football team. The most of the time I was there, I was like, yeah, why would I come back to see, see us get our, you know, play like a, a D2 school or get our ass whooped by a real school. So that's it's a deep seated, a deep seated belief that in what's the use, that things have no purpose and everything is, is, is a giant joke to be played on the buck. It's a real nihilist. Yeah, right. It's a real sad thing. Mm. I hope you don't pass that on. Okay, Judas. You guys need to. You guys need to have another kid. Time, time to all oh. make another baby. I dreamed that you all had another child yeah, last dream, night. Dream that shit. I dreamed that last night, and it was another boy. Well, that's your dream. <laughs> no, no, I was it, it. It was it was you and 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 y'all and all three of y'all. And I was asking about how everybody was doing, and 
whether the go bag was ready that's so weird that you mentioned that it's a sign it's a sign sign that you watch too much Joel Osteen can I uh can I name your next child <laughs> since, no. I, since I since I since I dreamed it and therefore it's gonna happen I don't have faith <laughs> let me uh let, let me name them uh so anyway what were we talking about oh going back to the school so i think that's what like if you could coax that person back to campus now and they could see it and like remember all of the you know we tend to forget the bad and remember the good and mm-hmm. have that that experience where they're like, oh, wow, remember we used to go here, we used to be there, I used to stand there, I used to go here, sit there. And then they'd want to come back on a regular basis. But it's overcoming that inertia takes takes a lot, right? Like, the only reason I showed up was because it was like, well, y'all will be there, so sure, you know, I'll just drop by and yuck it up with you all for a little bit and see some family and then, you know, move on. But then I got there and it was like, my mind was blown looking at all the changes and then all the memories come back yeah it's kind of it's, it's awesome once you get there but yeah you feel like you're you know 20 years old again you know it's kind of I don't know about that that way I definitely did not feel like that after seeing all the changes I was like oh shit everything I loved is gone okay Time must have moved they got, on. They got rid of all me. that Miami subs. Got rid of all that wackiness. Like. <laughs> Miami subs. Um, they did close down my the number one place in the world to shop. They had lots of stuff with zippers and studs and chains, and that's I love a punk aesthetic. A good punk, kind of punk rock feel. So it was right up my. When I was in like middle school and early part of high school, uh, my best friend was um, her, her, she was raised by her grandmother. Her grandmother was extremely devout. Um, like, I didn't know like, so devout. like Sunday church, Saturday and Wednesday night Bible study. And, you know, when I would spend the night over there, it was, you know, we were doing something for the church. She'd have us, you know, help her, her out. And um, so they invited us to go to their church. Um, and they went to a predominantly white church. Uh, we weren't really going. We went to church where I was born, but we didn't go to church once I moved to that city. And so we were like, OK, we'll check out your church. And man, like we were one of gosh with her grandmother her and her aunt that used to go and then me there might have been like five black people in this church right so um i sat in on a lot of worship services a lot of sermons a lot of youth group and it was never as hype as what's in that little clip i mean i just don't think that I mean, I, I think we should just unpack that now. I just don't think that shit makes you that devout. 
I just don't think that's how what? smoke what? The fact that you go to church all the time. Praise and worship. All well, it, the time. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. But what, you know, devout is a, is a nebulous term, right? I mean, it, it is, in a sense, if you are constantly being involved with the church and you stay spending your time involved in church. But at the same time, yes, no, does it make you a sincere yeah, that's what a, I'm talking about. A, a sincere, sincerely faithful person? No, it doesn't. But it does make you devout. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, some people, we, you can. Some people, you can kind of feel it. That we couldn't that listen. They, we couldn't. Devout. When I would go to our, my friend's house um, or her grandmother's house, we couldn't listen to sec- secular music. Yeah, see that. Um, that kind of, we were listening. Uh, we were listening to all the Christian pop <laughs> uh, bands of the '90s, and I'm not gonna lie. There's one. There was one uh, boy band that was like tailored for you know teen. Uh, What's the name of the teens? That? Nickelback was the name of Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me laugh. And um, I'm looking it up. See this because I because and the reason I brought it up is because one song they sang in particular I actually like kind of dug and I still listen to it today it's still in my music collection to this day um Believe you. and uh it was I didn't like I couldn't get into anything else but this one little song like was a bop and it's still a bop to me today see don't see this don't take a, a long drive with uh <laughs> You'll hear the best music playlist of your oh life. Oh, Lord, you're going to jump out the car while it's moving. No, you won't. No, you won't. No, you won't. Best music playlist of your life. Yeah. Uh, let me see. And uh, so, you know, it was um, it was interesting. We, I used to read, uh, I used to love fashion magazines as a teen. So YM, 17, uh, gosh. I read all of those things. And then by the time I was like a teenager, you know, my mom would let me buy the adult fashion magazine. So I was, you know, buying Elle and Cosmo and whatever else it was at the time. Not Vogue. I didn't get into Vogue until college because um, that was sophisticated. But anyway, um, and I'm trying to Google this and um, talk to y'all. And so um, I brought you know, like, I was gonna spend a night on a Friday night, so like, oh, you know, we'll watch TV and, you know, and movies, and I'll bring these fashion magazines, right? We could look at clothes and makeup. And her grandmother was not with that. Like, that was too sinful to... She said, go, go and get a switch. She said, pick up a switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, so, you know, like, it was a lot of that. Um, but that's that's the stuff I'm talking about that feels fun. Yeah, no, I right, the performative stuff. DC Talk is the name of the band. Just Between You and Me is the song, and it's a bop. And I know you all will ridicule me for that, but I stand by it. So, so what's the name of the song? Up. I'm going to send it to you. And uh, and and I'm, and I'm going to issue a preemptive fuck you all, because I know what y'all <laughs> going to say. <laughs> Try to ridicule me. But I, I love the song, and nothing you could ever say. Change, change my love for you and me by uh, Huff Just, just between you and me. No, I stand by my love for Huff Moose too. Fuck y'all. Fuck you mostly because you don't want to well, get on me about Huff. You guys uh, make sure that the audience 
you guys go look. How do you? What's the, what's the proper spelling of, of Huffaloose? So people don't look like that song <laughs> so much. You know what? I don't know. I think it's H U F F A M O U S S E. You know what? I'm, I'm not sure. Anyway, you should know they're from what, your hometown. What's the, what's the name of the What's the name of the group? What the Christian group or the mm-hmm. or Huffaloose? Uh, D.C. Talk, as in the oh, city, District of Columbia Talk. Well, did it even pop up on YouTube or one? Yeah, I sent you the uh, I sent you the video. Oh, Lord. oh I never God. saw. I you never saw the, the I video. I just see the damn thumbnail. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. Uh, Huffleboose is. <laughs> I'm thinking moose like chocolate moose is moose like the animal. H u f f a m o s e. Sorry. And you're welcome because Huffle Moose is the shit. That that one album. You see, you see this one. The shit. This thumbnail. Oh my lord. It's the '90s. It was the mid '90s. What the fuck you want? That was that was what everybody did back then. I'm writing in a notebook. Well, that's what. See, you're so fucking cynical. This is what I don't like about you. Now, you know what? Let me go in on you for a second. Go ahead. This this is what I don't like about you. You are so jaded and cynical. So people put themselves out there. They they deign to create anything and and expose themselves and show themselves vulnerable or not tough and masculine and 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 whatever you think you are in any way and you always want to ridicule it what is wrong about wearing a skull cap and a t-shirt and writing in a notebook that's what teenagers did in the 90s and if you weren't if you weren't journaling that's your problem that's why you're such a luddite right now it just looked it just the thumbnail just looked corny yes it, it it might look corny to you 30 years after the fact but it was, you know, there, how, how can I say this? You, you don't know anything about that world, right? They're trying to, do you know how hard it is to try to appeal to a secular audience, but take all of the, take, you know, to, to make it wholesome? That is damn difficult. This is, this is not the actual link. This is a, uh, like a photo, right? This is a photo, yeah, that's just a photo of it. Okay, I'm sitting there tapping it, going crazy. <laughs> no, oh, I thought it was the video. I just, I just Googled it and yeah, sent you the first, the first thing that came up. But, um, but that's really difficult, and it is so. This is what drives me crazy. You, so many black people do this. Is that you know, you, y'all, y'all are like Gestapo about anybody trying to do something outside of very rigid boundaries of what you all consider cool and normal or acceptable and it's so tiresome well then oh why my don't god these, okay, okay you can say that about black folk but all these white people who have all these white groups like i'm looking at this rock trio mm-hmm. looks like white guys where are their black people where where's their acceptance and inclusion of blackness and black, black culture they it was in the it was in the clip that yeah, Tariq gave you. The man oh, did gosh. the moonwalk. What else do you want to Um what rock band are you talking about? Huffa Moose or DC Talk? I've never heard of either one of them, but I'm just yeah. curious. Where is their embrace of black culture? White people stay trying to appropriate black culture. Stay doing that. 
But that's not embracing it. They're, they're impro- it is. Appropriating it is. is not the same it, as embracing. It is, in a sense, because you have to embrace something to want to steal it. No, they're stealing. Yeah, you do. You don't yeah, embrace yeah, it. You have, to want to, you have to want to make money off it. No, no that's no, not the you, same you as embracing. You have to you have to see well it is in a sense it is in a sense like okay no it is not the same thing but you don't steal anything that you don't covet so you have to there's and you covet what you embrace so okay I'm looking at DC Talk you know where their origin is no Liberty University class of 87 oh my god That might have been the one thing you could have said that would have made me reconsider my love of that song, but it's still a bop. But you know, if you okay. listen to the song, if you listen to the song, you will hear their appropriation <laughs> of, of black music themes. So stop. What's the name of it? Uh, just between you and me. Okay. Uh, uh, between and now, you and me. Now I want to hear. And the album is anyway. called Jesus Freak. Jesus Freak. 1999. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say Jesus to you. Freak. That's what I'm trying to say to you, Buck, is like, you know, before you before you start. I mean, that, that has a, that has a, you know, I mean, before, that has a before, conversation to it. Before you, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to get at is that you don't know anything about uh, that world of Christian movies and music. When they try to, when they try to create, um, no, that's the song. Sound like seal. (laughs) Right, exactly. I live with both for far too long now. This brother done stole seal so (laughs) swear. Wrestling with my conscience. Oh man. Anyway, it's a bop. I hope Seal whipped his monkey ass. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like it's on sight when I see you, nigga. You're trying to stomp my whole motherfucking sweat. Between you and me, I got something to say. Wanna get it straight before the sun goes down. Recompenses my way to freedom. Man, enough of this bullshit. This song's <laughs> awful. <laughs> it's, it's a knockoff it seal awful. song. It is not awful. You said it yourself. Seal. It's a knockoff seal song, and they did a good job with the knockoff. It's a, it's a good knockoff. Anyway, so when you talk about the, the title of the album, Jesus Freak, it's very difficult if you all have not like immersed yourself in that world that Christians try to create like this mirror world to the secular world right so they try to they try to mimic they try to mimic what's popular in music movies um you know books but 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 right but take all of the you know but make it wholesome right so it and that is that is difficult to do in a way that doesn't come off as cheesy right so, or corny, as you say, looking at the picture, it's really difficult. And so at a certain point, if you're going to find any value in it, you have to really set that aside and say, okay, this is not going to be cool, like, you know, whatever its secular counterpart would be, um, because it can't be. So you just kind of have to accept that 
it's going to have a knockoff quality to it um but embrace it because you know maybe that's what you're into right with the christians that i knew the ones who were real like earnest and into the performative christianity um you know i'm not of the world right right though though you know yeah that type that that type you know they want they still want to enjoy you know what's interesting and cool and progressive in the world and you know in, in terms of innovation and pop culture and whatever but make it clean and wholesome and that's it's really not easy to do and i you know and i can i can say that because like i said i had to i was subjected to a lot of that stuff as a kid and then i when i grew up i actually embraced it i love christian rock so like have, uh, that's christian, really christian it's rock. actually really good good music yeah. if you like kind of angsty rock music like i do so anyway do they have question do they have uh christian love songs that are all like platonic um that's a great question that what they do is they'll write the song as as a human being singing to jesus there's another great christian song there's another great christian song stop fucking snickering god damn it <laughs> oh my god listen oh. there's another great oh. christian man called jars white jesus <laughs> we're, we're done talking about god god damn Christian song. There's, there's another great oh, Christian God. Christian rock band called Jars of Jars of Clay. And they were also Ugh. from the late '90s, early aughts, and they have Ugh. they have one of my favorite love songs. And to Buck's to answer Buck's question, it is. They said titties on the glass. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's of the world. That, that was LL world. Cool J of the world, um, not jars of clay but anyway actually that uh, was uh that was actually a mix a lot put them on the glass oh put them on the glass was that was mix a lot no uh, yeah okay 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 um no ll did pink something in a plastic bag yeah yeah yeah, right with pink cookies yeah okay anyway anyway um i remember that video (laughs) vividly i was very heavily influenced by it as a child but um so uh they'll sing it as like a human being singing to god right like you are the superior being to me you're above me and i'm humble before you and you know you know i sing praises to you or they will sing it from the perspective of god singing to a human being like i'm this great omnipotent power and i have all of this pure love for you and i you know will will lift you up when you are you know feeling weak or when you falter and know that i'm always there for you so that's kind of the two main perspectives that you'll hear um, uh, writers, songwriters take in their love songs, um, but they don't do love songs in a like typical R&B or secular way. Um, you know, there's no <laughs> I'm gonna lay you down in it, which is <laughs> which is what kind of makes it nice. But there's this one because uh, it's refreshing to get away from that sometimes, like that wore me out. Um, anyway, so there's this jars of jars of clay song and i can't remember the name of the song i will send it to you and let's see i'm gonna see if i can find it while we're on this thing before my battery dies but um it could be a secular song right the way they wrote it was kind of vague enough to where you could be singing it to a person and it's just the nicest sincerest you know most genuine love song and i just love it i still listen to it too um 
And so, you know, but it's just a well-written song. Uh, Love Song for a Savior is what it's called. Love Song for a Savior. So it's real, you know, it's ostensibly about Jesus, but it is, you could uh, interpret it otherwise, but it's great. And I mm. love this song too. Okay. <laughs> you you secular heathens, y'all can't can't allow nothing to be beautiful. But that's fine. That's why when the rapture comes, y'all ain't y'all ain't y'all ain't getting taken up. We'll be down there with uh with Lucifer and the sun in the morning having a party. Sipping forty <laughs> ounces and fornicating with the that's with right. the tenderoni. That's right. That's where, that's where y'all will be. That's where y'all will be, and I will be at the right hand side of my Lord and Savior. You be trying to get down there with us? No, no, sir. Soon no, sir. As soon as they start saying they got craft brews down there and uh, <laughs> in red, come on, in come oh. on. Heaven has every heaven has everything that you heaven want has, and that you heaven, like. Heaven so, has so oh. no, heaven is definitely gonna have <laughs> smoked pork and and craft brews. Hell is everything that you don't want. So it will be all it's gonna, it's gonna have craft brews that have no alcohol. MD twenty twenty and whatever that nonsense rubbing alcohol you used to drink in college was. So. That's what's gonna be in hell. Crabs and crabs without the cakes. <laughs> anyway, um, I highly recommend both of you all find <laughs> Jesus and get into Christian rock music. Okay. Yeah, well, just pray for me. Just pray for me. I will. Let, pray for me, and I'll be happy with that. All right. Praise the Lord. I mean, I, you know, I, I like I like the more the law of attraction approach. Well, I do too. That's what I, that's where the occult and esoteric beliefs and uh, Christian Gnosticism come into play. That a, a lot of law of attraction is just a kind of a secularized, you know, watered down version of those beliefs, right? Like it, there's a there's a mystic that I uh, read and and I kind of. I love his approach to Christianity. It's a Christian mystic from the 20th century named Neville Goddard. And he, yeah, yeah. And Neville's a whole concept that he popularized. He's not the, the, uh, the creator of the concept, but he popularized this and it's based on, it's based on uh, a Jewish mystic tradition. If I, if I uh, remember correctly, Um, he popularized the concept that the, uh, Bible is, especially the Old Testament, is uh, parables about psychology. So it's not actual stories, you know, mm-hmm. a burning bush or at, or you know Jonah swallowed by a whale or or you know um, Isaac and Jacob, you know, and all of them fighting over who gets the inheritance and and all that. It was psychological parables about how um, the mind is, well, Neville's tenet, I should uh, back up. Neville's main tenet is that uh, God is your imagination and that your subconscious 
communicates with you know the universe or the source of creation in the universe whatever that is to you um and creates reality your reality right so um that's kind of the same basis of the law of attraction is that whatever you think about persistently you will draw into your life so same idea you um neville says you pass an idea into your subconscious you know persistently enough and it will begin to express itself in your outer um world so he says the bible is there to those old testament stories are there to show you how to think and believe and he gets real detailed into it breaks it all down that you know um one one character represents the consciousness one character represents the subconscious one character represents the super consciousness and you know all of this so and if you ever read the um you know this neville doesn't get into well yeah he does he gets into the new testament but if you ever read the new testament and really look at what jesus's words are what they attribute to him saying um and you look at the law of attraction like so there's so much overlap so yeah that to me i that's why i don't do the kind of like you know holy roller kind of thing right uh you know i don't go around like oh i can't swear and i can't um what do christians typically do you know and and christ christ then and you know premarital sex is wrong and all of that because um because i'm much more kind of drawn not to performative christianity but but to those concepts of jesus's teachings that to me are really about how to how to think to manifest the kind of things you want in your life you know jesus's at least in the bible he's credited as saying you know become what you believe and mm-hmm. you know asking you shall receive knocking the door will be answered you know that kind of stuff it's very you know, whenever, yeah whenever jesus jesus is uh speaking of uh faith that's what he's talking about right exactly so and there's a there's one uh scripture i think it's in matthew there's a version of it in matthew maybe a version of it in mark but it says uh, Jesus says, uh, "When whatsoever you ask, when you pray, believe that you have received it, and you shall have it." I mean, if that's not law of attraction, then what is? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the secret <clears throat> two hour two hour movie in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I was like, "Oh shoot, Jesus was a metaphysician. He was into the law of attraction." And you know, there's that idea in esoteric circles some esoteric circles that that's what the new testament was was you know they took the story that story of a savior born you know whose birth was marked by a star in the sky and three wise men and all of that right at the winter solstice that's a that's an old paradigm right that wasn't new to christianity if you what's that yeah, um, uh, yeah what's uh, what's that um What's that documentary that that Zeitgeist. starts off with that? Zeitgeist. Yes. Twenty-two. Yes. Oh. Um, they get into it in the Zeitgeist, and they walk you through how that's like a an age-old um, uh, paradigm from the ancient world. But um, the idea was that the writers of the New Testament needed a character. You know, things were explained to people in parables 
uh, 2,000 years ago. Um, so they crafted the story of the character of Jesus who walks on water and who rises from the dead as a way of explaining the um, the tenets of the law of attraction, right? That's the, another thing Jesus says is be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's that's law of attraction, right? That's, you know, or, or some, some variation on the theme of it. So that's that's Neville's idea, right? Is that the Bible is allegories and, and parables, not not a strict record of stuff that actually happened. And I don't know, because I was not there um, 4,000 years ago and 2,000 years ago, but I'm intrigued by that idea. So... Cephas, you've been kind of quiet. No, I've just been taking in the sanctifiedness of um, Sister Christian Karen. Rev, Sister, Rev, Sister Rev, Karen. Reverend Karen. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. none <laughs> of my unsignified business, so I can't. Karen. Nothing to add except Karen, a.k.a. Rev. <laughs> um, so, anyway. That's a that's a peek into what I spend my days thinking about. Just trying to perfect my mental game. It's difficult. Walk by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. That's all about staying focused on your vision as opposed to being distracted the, by the how. Right, the world around you. Yep. So. So, yeah, yeah. Spooky. So what we got in the... Well, let me just ask y'all this real quick. Did you see the uh, the story, this headline about the young man who had, like, scammed $1.2 million in unemployment benefits? And then... Yeah, a little rapper in, uh, in L.A.? Yeah, and then he told on himself on camera... And they busted his ass. And I just was like, what the heck, dude? Like, what's wrong with people? I feel, you know, it's like, I love a perfect crime kind of story, right? And he had gotten away with it. And then he, then he told on himself, got himself busted. Stupid. I mean, some of my favorite shows are like American Greed and, you know, those types of shows. I like to hear how they how they scammed it, how they scammed the people exactly how they did it. Yeah, it's yeah. Intriguing to me. Yeah, I'd love to know how you got unemployment benefits to the tune of one point two million dollars. He had something that was really working because you don't get that much in a typical unemployment claim. So he had figured figured out something, and then goes and gets busted. Such a shame. That's uh, if you if you like sort of crime and heist uh, stories, but um, you might like the blacklist. Sports. Got uh, Chiefs Bills tomorrow. 
and it was postponed. So we got that and um, what is it, Cardinals Cowboys at at uh, on the Monday night game. Cardinals, wow, forgot yeah. they that team existed. Yeah, that is regular regularly scheduled time. So who's doing who's doing well this season so far? Um, what? Chiefs, Bills, Titans. Oh, did you see see did you see the Titans highlights? I didn't watch any highlights at all. Yeah. Um Derrick Henry had like two hundred and twenty yards. Mm, wow. Rushing. And fifty two yards. Uh who they play? Played um Houston. Mm. Really? Okay. Uh, Houston won today. I thought Houston won. They did not. Not if he had 220 yards. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he was running away from D-backs. So, he hasn't contracted COVID on the Titans. Yeah, he's probably one one of the few, I guess. I mean, you know, I'm kind of wondering even about that. You know, you guys are going to call me crazy, but I mean, even Nick Saban still coaching this weekend. He was supposed to be oh, out because he tested positive. He tested positive on Wednesday. And well, they said I saw he had three negative days. tests. Yeah, right. That, yeah, there's three, three subsequent three. negative tests. It's like, well, Nick Saban. Nick Saban is wealthy and well connected, and all them all them rich motherfuckers, connected motherfuckers, Trump motherfuckers are getting Regeneron. Chris Christie got it. Chris Christie's mm-hmm. fat ass was able to get this rare, not un FDA approved, theoretical, hypothetical, experimental treatment because of Trump. So all of them are yeah, they're bouncing right back. Cause they're getting the antibodies. <laughs> the fact that that like makes you snicker and giggle is so sad. You you were so so jaded. Who hurt you? Nobody. Who taught you? Who taught you not to believe in nothing? Not believe in the, in the law of attraction. Very right, strong. but you don't. But you don't you like believe in it. You don't believe that anything else, like outside of you, can be sincere or pure or clean. Some, or... some people can. Very few. I believe in very few. But right, all I know. That's it, what I'm saying. When it becomes heavy-handed, I don't really No, no, no. No, no. I'm saying like so, anything, just like anything that people do, you know, like being into Halloween or the holidays, you're like, nope. Or going to why, alumni, going back to campus, nope. Like, you know, you don't, you don't believe in nothing. Period. <laughs>